Coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gahn-Mueller. Hello, I'm Barbara Gahn-Mueller and welcome to our 100th Peace podcast.org. Now, that means that 100 fantastic speakers from all walks of life, especially those in Rotary and for peace and people who have really wanted to make a difference on our planet with their life and their work. And so today you're in for a real treat. Today we're going to do Dr. Bowtie Jenkins. I call him Dr. Bowtie Todd Jenkins because he has a PhD, even postgraduate work from Harvard. This fellow is unbelievable. DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. If you ever want to know anything about it, you just call it Bowtie Jenkins. And I will put his podcast information on all of my media, like from everything from um, you know, YouTube to iTunes. You can listen in your car at Spotify even, and then you'll be so motivated your Rotary Club will come alive. Now, you know, Bowtie comes to us from a very illustrious background. I met him at the Garvis Peace Conference. Why? Because he was so enthusiastic. Every other word I said in my speech, my path to peace was, did you hear Bowtie Jenkins say this? Did you hear this? His enthusiasm is absolutely contagious. Let's go back a step. I started Peace Podcast in 2019 because I really believe that mentors are the way we gain information, ways that you can figure out, from, if they did that, what can I do? You, it gives you a spark for your own destiny. And Peace Podcast is for peace, of course, mutually assured survival, and happiness. If we have peace and mutually assured survival, of course, we're going to have happiness. So with that, I welcome you to our 100th podcast with Dr. Bowtie Jenkins, Dr. Bowtie Todd Jenkins. Okay, Dr. Bowtie, I hear you're a Rotarian. How the heck did that happen? Well, thank you so much. And I am so happy to be on your 100th episode. And so congratulations to you and to all the viewers and all the listeners listeners that have been able to support. And so well done, well done, my friend. And I am excited to have a conversation with you today. And so, uh, yes, I'm a proud Rotarian. Believe it or not, I'm now um, going on, I've been a Rotarian for more than 10 years, uh, which is like fascinating to me uh, because uh, becoming a Rotarian was something that, you know, it was not something that was in my aspirations when I was growing up. I didn't really even know about Rotary at all. And, you know, common, commonly we have found that many people may not know about Rotary um, as in the experience or, or they have experienced Rotary, but they may not know how to like join Rotary, right? And And so, Similar to me and how I was able to join Rotary, I started when I started working at the university. Um, I was a very, very young, young professional, if you will. And the the demographics and the geographical area that I live in, it was it's very different than how I was raised. And so, being a young professional and trying to learn how to connect with the community, you know, it was a, it was something that was very interesting. It was an interesting challenge for me because it was a collegiate area. All my students, you know, are usually in the places that I love to go. And 
And so I thought, well, what are another way for me to explore the community? And so at that time, one of my uh, mentors uh, was the chancellor of the university. And so I went to him and I talked about, you know, some of my challenges and and also, you know, they did so much to get me to come to this university. I was like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, going to a larger city. Uh, and he thought, you know, one of the best ways to really explore and get to know the community, which is to go to his weekly newspaper, uh, which is the Rotary Club, <laughs> Rotary Club of Fayetteville, Arkansas. And so I was introduced to Rotary um, through by way of that sponsorship and mentorship from the chancellor family. And I mean, immediately, one of the ways that I was able to fall in love with Rotary was through youth services. You know, I was a young professional and it was, they had a program or still today, the Rotary Youth Exchange Program. And they were looking for someone to be a chaperone to the overnight event who could actually stay up <laughs> the entire time <laughs> with the students. And of course, that was something that I raised hand for immediately got involved, fell in love with their youth program, then fell in love with Rotary and became a very, very happy Rotarian and still today very involved with all those services uh, as well locally and globally. That's what makes a Rotarian. Service above self, getting involved right away. You know, I was uh, initiated into Rotary in the late 1980s because that's when Rotary allowed women to join. And I was mm. in Hollywood at that time with my public relations company for a better world. And my lawyer said, why don't you join Rotary? And I did. Hollywood Rotary Club invited me. I was the first woman to join the Hollywood Rotary wow. Club. And as I looked around and I saw all these people like you did, I began to see what Rotary really meant. And now that women are really a part and parcel of Rotary, including our wonderful president, Jennifer Jones, think about it, right? It's amazing. Yes. And now our goal in Rotary is to really be inclusive. That's my goal too. That's why I have all these peace podcasts. I really believe that if we get into DEI, why don't you tell people what that is and what you're doing and why does that work so well with Rotary? Yeah, so, you know, I'm very passionate about diversity, equity, inclusion space. Uh, I am passionate, but I'm also a practitioner and professional in this space. So I get to work with organizations, Fortune 100 companies, um, nonprofits, academia, and to really come in and to unpack, you know, where organizations are at and where they wish to go and what we can do to help them get there to improve their to improve their inclusion efforts. And so how I show up to that space, you know, first, I understand that we all show up to these words, DEI or the acronyms very differently. You know, uh, some people say IDEAL or DEIA or DEIB. And I think all of those words uh, within the acronym, they have very specific meanings and they're powerful words for the space. You know, how I show up for, to diversity, diversity to me, I position as visible and invisible differences that make a human complete. When I look at, you know, inclusion efforts, it's creating an environment, a culture, a climate, where, where we behave in a way that we respect all these visible and invisible differences to ensure that individuals, they are seen, heard, valued, championed, and the output of those efforts is belonging and belongingness. But in, in order to, to actually get there, we have to have an equitable lens because we understand that every individual don't start at the same starting place based on, on you know, some of the systemic issues that we're facing um, in our 
country or around the world. And so when we have an equitable lens, it allows for us to think about what are the structural barriers to opportunity. And that's also with the lens of making sure that we um, have accessibility as a part of our framework. And so that's how I show up to these terminology. And that's what we do. Um, I, like I say, as a professional, and we get to, I get the real great joy of speaking about this all across the world, working with organizations as a trainer, as a consultant, uh, but most importantly, as a partner and a friend, because we can all grow in this space. And so that's why I always tell individuals who I come in contact with, we have to give grace and space. And you ask the question, how does this integrate with peace? I think the output of all these efforts for DNI is peace. Peace should also not only be the output, but it should be the center of everything that we're doing. Because when we have all things inclusive, when we're having an equitable treatment and equitable mindset with the diversity around us, it gives peace within, it gives peace to the system, it gives peace to the world. So I believe that peace should be centered into all things we do with DNI, but it also is yielding for the output. Well, your enthusiasm is so contagious. And so anybody who would have you as a consultant would begin to, their eyes would open, the people who are there in the audience would say, well, wait a minute, if he can do it, I can do it. But it's that contagiousness of DEI and Rotary and peace. But I totally agree with you on the peace is that core. It's you come mm -hmm. from that peace. I see peace in you, my friend. They may not be mm -hmm. the same as I am, but I see the peace in them. And that's what I always focus on. People call me the optimist of peace because I truly believe that when you're at peace, you can become the peace other people may need because oftentimes they're not at peace at all, are they? Right. No, I, I agree with you. And, you know, and that, that's the counter and the, the opposite of DNI is not having peace, not having peace when you show up to work, you know, not having peace uh, when you go home um, into your community and being able to see things that's reflected to you. Like we have a peace of mind. We have a, a, a holistic approach to peace. And then on a, a larger scale, right, you know, just as what we believe as Rotarians, you know, when there's no more wars, there will be peace around the world. And that's what we're always working daily in our communities to do our part to ensure that we're becoming peace builders, but also on the global scale, because I believe even in the space of DNI and peace, every small change can make a big difference. And everyone that's listening today, we all have a role to play. We sure do. And that's why I have these 100 podcasts, because I know each of us have a different slant or a different destiny. But when do you listen to another person like Dr. Todd here, you begin to realize, wait a minute, if he can do it, I can do it. And so what would you like our world to know about you and why you're so passionate about peace and inclusion and diversity and making sure that our world remembers we're not all created the same, but we all have the same goals, needs, and peace in our heart? Yeah, you know, I, I think obviously because daily, you know, I try to recalibrate and I want peace. I want peace for myself. And so if I'm not being a part of actively being a part of engaging, um, of, you know, ensuring that these gaps are eliminated in our communities, in our world, I don't feel like I would have a true internal peace for myself. So, so first, I'm going to say it's a little personal and selfish, but it's larger than myself. It's larger than it's, it's for humankind. But before I go to 
you know, human, you know, human empathy and human compassion. And I also am a new father. Um, I have a, I have a little one that's grown up into this world. I have a lovely wife and we all come from different backgrounds. Um, our families as we come together. And I want to ensure that I'm leaving a world better than I found it. And so that's why I stand up in this space, but also personally, my family, you know, our families, my wife, my family from South Carolina, I want to ensure that, you know, whether it's Rotary, whether it's a workplace, whether it's a school or a different community program, that they see themselves, that they can feel as if they belong. They have access to the opportunity to be who all they wish to be. And so, yes, for the family and then for the world. I just believe that there should be peace on earth, right? We we don't have to wait until we leave this earth to experience peace. And I think that we can be active, you know, engagers in this. And we have a lot of gaps in this world, but I have a mission to stand in the gaps that I see to ensure that we're trying to work together because I can't do it by myself. We have to work together with uh, curiosity and compassion to have shared solutions to, to really go after this treatment and also to make prevention. And so that's what I do daily, wake up every day to create spaces for all humans to belong and thrive together one bow tie combo at a time. <laughs> you know, you're so inspirational. You almost should be a preacher, bow tie Jenkins pastor, <laughs> you know, but I think Rotary needs you. And I think Rotary is blessed by you. So you tell that uh, professor or I that guess. wonderful person that said maybe you should be in the rotary thank you thank you thank you because you are a messenger a messenger that was given a special purpose and that purpose is to make sure that we understand all of us can create peace all of us can be the peace other people need that's why i started peacepodcast.org i started with the world peace conference in 2016 and i interviewed 75 of the speakers with solutions to problems we're facing today I couldn't get off of that wonderful trip of hearing voices telling me what I knew inside. I knew it, but others didn't hear it from me. They heard it from somebody like you, Bowtie. They heard you <laughs> say it. Rotary works if we work together, if we identify our problems, if we identify what isn't making peace possible and work with it. Have that conversation that says, Wait a minute, I wrote a book on revolutionary conversations. Why? Wow. So people will understand how to have a conversation when you're not on the same page. And the first step, which I tell everybody, is just to stop. Stop and look at who you're <laughs> looking at, this human person, and have that conversation. You don't go through a stop sign and then pray nobody hits you. You stop until <laughs> it's safe, right, Bowtie? Very true. Very true. And so in the conversation, just stop and hear that other person before you start to tell them why they're wrong. And that's the right. hardest thing for people to stop. It takes I agree. So what do you do when that happens, Bowtie? No, I agree. This is one of the most common barriers and challenges that we see working in this space every day as individuals, as institutions, as systems is really how to engage with conflict, how to have difficult conversations, how to really um, engage with someone with different perspectives. And so, you know, I believe, you know, to your point, number one, I think we should learn how to activate curiosity with compassion. Um, I think that's the first piece to ignite some of this transformation that we're seeing in these different levels. Uh, 
but also thinking about our approaches and our style around time, place, and manner. You know, when we're actually, you know, is it the right time? Is it the right place? Um, is it what manner in which we are interacting with this individual or group of people, right? Because we have seen all of those things matter. Uh, we have seen a lot of challenges around shame and blame. And so people really come in, come up because we're all biased as human creatures. We really come up with our uh, associations and our assumptions, and we kind of fill a box before we even engage. Or sometimes if we trigger, we go back to our survival box. And sometimes that box can get in the way of us hearing someone else with a different perspective. And so when we try to show up to these, you know, these difficult conversations, we first have to do some internal work. To your point, you know, before we look out the window, we need to first hold up the mirror and ask the question, what, what are our biases? What are our implicit associations? Because we all have them. And we can be more, we, it's like my grandma says, when you know better, you can do better, right? And when we are aware, when we're consciously aware of these, we can try to help to minimize it so that won't get in the way of our interaction. And then last but not least, creating the space, giving the grace, and, and trying to hear someone out. You don't have to agree with everyone, but are you including that individual to be seen and heard? Now, I will tell you, the conversation can only be as healthy as the other person who or the other group who want to be engaged. But I've learned that, you know, you can't, you only can manage what you can be in control of, which is yourself and how you show up and how the example you would like to model. So even if you have a disagreement, even if the other person do not want to engage or they trigger you, you know, try to take a moment to breathe, try to take a moment to smile, try to take a moment to recommit yourself to compassion and empathy. And hopefully my prayer is that you leave the conversation better than you came in and that the other person can be influenced by that model example that you were able to do with that engagement. Wow. Just wow. Pay attention. That's what Bowtie has taught us today. Step into that moment and breathe stop and pay attention what an opportunity for us to grow you know when we have these conversations i say this is my opportunity to grow and i do have biases the other day i was thinking about something what are you thinking about that for you know better than that so you have to tell yourself sometimes wait a minute here we're all human we're going to make mistakes and you can apologize to somebody for blurting out your answer before they even told you who they are and just say i'm so sorry I'm here for a conversation. And you know, when we have a conversation, the solution to the problems in the conversation and in the conversation, I'll understand who you are and you'll understand who I right. am before we get into the topic of what you're feeling so sad about or so upset about. Do you mind if we have this conversation? I ask questions, do you? Right. Yeah, that's, and I think that's that curiosity. You know, what we've seen in research is that Something happens as we get older, we start getting a little bit less curious and a lot more straight, straight and narrow and of really having that mental block complete. But uh, I would tell you that age is a number, maturity is a mindset, and you do not allow your age to be something that's say, well, you know what, I've just always known it that way, I don't have the time, etc. We have seen that everyone does not matter the age or background, we can all be on this journey to practice what we just discussed, and we can all get better at it. So I want people to understand who listen, 
destiny. It does not matter where you start. I think what we learned today is it's about where we wish to go and where we want to finish. And what we have learned through COVID and we learned around some of these world crises is tomorrow is not promised. So how, how can we live today in peace? How can we live today with love and compassion? And that starts with ourselves and our neighbors. And that starts with how we interact with people when we're in public. You know, all of those things matter in our day to day. And I think if we do it all together, oh, wow. Just look at what the world we're creating. Absolutely agree with you. Now, Bota, you have given us so many wonderful pieces of advice, so much <laughs> theory and so much practical knowledge. So I want more Bowtie. Where would I go to find out more about you, Bowtie? Do you have a website devoted to your passion? Oh, wow. That's the, well, I appreciate it. Yes, you can find me on all social media platforms. Um, starting with the website, www.bowtieleadership.com. So if you're interested in any other advisor or consultant or speaking, please go to that website um, to connect with our team. But if you just want to follow and be a friend, I love friends. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and also all uh, social media podcast platforms. Um, and you can look me up as Dr. Bowtie Todd or Dr. Todd Jenkins. Uh, and I would love to connect with you and have coffee or have a conversation about how we can make the world a better place. Wonderful idea to how we can have that conversation to make the world a better place. Now, you have heard from Bowtie that there are many ways that you can connect with him. He invited you to connect. Why don't you do that? I hope you will. And you know, today is a very special day. As I said, I wanted somebody with the enthusiasm and the passion for peace to be our 100th anniversary special. And this is it. This is our 100th podcast. Now, the best way you can help is like us on Facebook or have three friends join you and talk about what you hear from Dr. Bowtie. Have a conversation. Don't just sit there in your room all by yourself. Invite people to join you <laughs> yes. so that they can understand why together we go further than all by ourselves. My little granddaughter was telling me, you know, Grandma, if I do it by myself, I can do it really fast. But when I have somebody with me, we all get, we all go together. Isn't that yes, the best philosophy? It. Yes, I love it. I love it. Do it together. So I'm Barbara Gonmuller, and I just thank you with all my heart for the 100 podcast people who have joined me, my wonderful guests. And some guests have been on twice because they had so much information. And Dr. Todd, I may have you come back again. Because you are infectious, it. just total. Maybe I know what I'm going to have you every 100 podcast. You're going to be oh, 200 podcast. Yay! It. Well, you know one thing I love about you is all first all the work that you've done, and you have such an incredible story. We've been able to connect and learn a lot about not only your passions and your practice in this space. So I encourage everyone, even if you have not listened to the 99 before, you have an opportunity to go and listen to it, to have a conversation. And I love Rotary. I love what we're doing. And I love that we hold hands with world leaders and community and neighbors and even our own. Absolutely. Peacepodcast.org. To Have say, you, you know, yeah. let there be peace on earth and let it begin <laughs> a blessed honor and privilege to be in your presence and thank you for all the incredible work that you're doing around the world
It's my pleasure to work for peace. It's my pleasure to invite all of you to spend a little time on Peace Podcast. Now, I'll tell you a secret. You can listen to Dr. Todd on Spotify as you're driving along in your car and you might be stuck on in traffic. Go to Spotify and listen to one of these podcasts. Several people have told me they've been listening to people that they didn't know was it were even on there. So when you go to peacepodcast.org, we have an index at the back of the bottom of all of them. And it says more podcasts and you just listen to your heart's content. With that, I thank you. I couldn't do thank it without you, you. I couldn't do it without you, Dr. Todd. When I listen to you and I realize we're not alone. We have somebody who's in our corner for peace. And in that corner for peace, I have a peace corner literally in my kitchen so that when we sit down to dinner, we know this is where we're going to have peace. And I have it on the wall. It's a little sign that says peace corner because I want people to realize that there is peace in the family, in the home. And I did a little uh, wonderful peace corner workshop for a little church with all of the Sunday school kids. And this little boy said, can I bring my dog to the peace corner? <laughs> yeah, you can bring you walk to that peace corner. And now we have 4,000 peace corners in the Montessori wow. school. But it started because a little girl said, what can I do? I'm so little and you're so big and you're so important. I said, let's start the peace corner. And lo and behold, we have peace corners around the world. And it's a safe place. I love it. Every school should have a peace corner in every classroom, every home. And with that- Once again, small changes that make a big difference. What a great example. I love it. Isn't that beautiful? Small things that make a big difference. That's kind of, I'm going to encourage people to do the small things now because it's the small things, as Todd said, that make the difference. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. With that, I'm Barbara Gonmuller. And please join us again for 101 coming up next week. God bless you. Dr. Jenkins, you're amazing. All right, everyone. With that, I say thank you. Have peace in your life. And remember, sometimes it's the small things that make the biggest difference. And with that, please join us again next week. Mm -hmm.